Hi, welcome to Steeping DIY, a Doors at 7 podcast. Brought to you to shed a light on some of our favorite bands, artists, and creatives alike. Today, we're joined with Chicago punk band, Arcadia, Arcadia Gray. Gray. So, Arcadia Gray, welcome to Steeping DIY. Welcome. Hi. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Um, how long have you guys known each other? We've known each other since high school. Um, we met, I think, Nat's junior year, my sophomore year of high school. They, this, it's a funny story of where Nat saw me sitting with a Blink-182 shirt on at lunch, and they, were, they had just moved back from Japan, uh, and they didn't know anybody, so they just sat at my lunch table. Uh, and I was really shy in high school, so we sat at that lunch table together for like two or three weeks before either of us like talked to each other. Um, and we've been friends ever since. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah, It's so hard to talk to someone you don't know at the lunch table. It is. <laughs> they don't. It's so scary. They make it look way too easy in the movies. I mean, admittedly, like, it is that easy. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. scary being a teenager and, like, not knowing anything. Yeah. True. 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 But, yeah, after we met, we started, we ended up bonding over just, like, the popular Midwest emo revival stuff going on at the time. And Big then we started playing music football. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of American football, a lot of modern baseball, <laughs> like that era, right when that was... Because I think we were both kind of coming in from, like, pop-punk backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, and so we ended up here. Wow. There's some classics you guys were listening to. <laughs> so then you got you guys have been, like, longtime members of the Chicago DIY scene that I'm assuming then, right? Oh, no. No? Because mm-hmm. uh, we initially lived in, like, central Indiana. Oh. We ended up moving up to Chicago during, during quarantine. Um, so it was weird because we had kind of of established ourselves we spent a lot of time establishing ourselves as an indiana local band and then moved up to chicago and we still get dms about people asking us if we want to like be the local support for a show in indiana which is really funny because we don't live there anymore wow that's crazy though because you guys like started there too so it's very full circle oh most definitely yeah and it's really tight-knit down there just because not as many shows come through indiana as they do chicago so it's cool to think that we're still kind of a part of it, even though we don't live there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, we if we could, I would go down there like every weekend to put shows, but it's not affordable. <laughs> I get that. Gas prices are a bit high these days. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a wee little bit. I think about this, like if Cora, this is backtracking. If Cora didn't wear a Blink-182 shirt that day we first met, I probably wouldn't have said hi to her. Say about that the other day. Wow. And it turns out that you didn't like Blink-182 that much, so I don't know why we became friends. Just had the shirt. I like to think it was because of my winning personality, but I think it was more so because you wore suspenders. Ooh, yeah. the suspenders. That's really cool. Um, so what's it been like playing in that scene then since you guys aren't like technically locals from to that scene? Uh, kind of weird. Yeah? It's weird because like I think the touring thing 
can't see us as Chicago locals. And we have like regulars who come to our shows like all the time. So it's like, but like the, there's so many bands in Chicago. Like in Indiana, like we were playing with one of like five bands, so we were like pretty close friends with all of them. And here, I feel like every show we're playing, we're playing with a new band, and so we're just still kind of getting to know the scene. But yeah. the scene knows us really well, so it's just like the, if there's this weird disconnect that we're trying to get through. Gotcha. Uh, and then also like Chicago is much closer to like a or is like a more central city, so we. Every show we played, somebody's come from out of state to see us, which I think is kind of crazy. That's <laughs> um, so cool. That is really that cool. Yeah. I mean, it must be very rewarding to like see that your music reaches, you know, that far too. To have people coming oh. out from different states. I mean, most definitely. Um, at least before we came up to Chicago, we had a pretty solid, I guess, fan base here. Um, and I think most of our listenership was here, which is one of the reasons that we ended up coming up here. Um, but it's cool for kids to be like, I I was in, I came from Iowa to come see this gig. And I'm like, oh, dude, I drove like 20 minutes to be here. That's, that's insane. <laughs> that is really cool. Wow. Do you guys have been like any other projects coming up? I mean, I think we're allowed to talk about it. But we're working on Do you want to talk about it? I mean, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. <laughs> it could to. be a secret. We're working on our next release. Um, and it, it's been too long since a solid release for us. So we're just, we're all really antsy to get back at it. Or just, I guess, to get into the studio. But I don't know. It, just generally excited. We're just uh, trying to balance life stuff and everything. Right. Yeah. I mean, it must be really nice to be able to return back to something that you're like passionate about creating too. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't. It's like a blessing and a curse. It's like, yes, I'm glad. So we're making a record. We're working our second record. Oh. And I'm like happy that we're doing it. Very cool. And writing it has been interesting because, like Cora was saying, it's like we have to balance like living like adults we don't live with our parents anymore so like oh we gotta pay rent and we gotta like we gotta like eat and stuff uh but uh also we're like writing this record and we need to make time for that and it's been really challenging and i like it's been so much fun but it's like one of those things where like you're you're stressed out the whole time and i'm sure yeah. by the time we finish it it'll feel like relieving yeah you're stressed but, out during your free time <laughs> like your your right. relaxing time Right, you're stressed like, out because your free yeah, time is when you use yeah it. yeah that's what we do here at least <laughs> every day <laughs> like okay what do we need to do to get done i mean writing a record is a lot harder this time too it's like uh it's the first time there were no expectations and we didn't know what we were doing and now i don't know if there are expectations but there are people who like listen to our music uh who are expecting another record uh and uh, and we know what we want to do this time, so there, I, there's just a lot more planning and pressure. So is right. the sound and gonna be like, like different? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have though, but it's still hard. I mean, every band that I'm talking to who's like on their sophomore record or working on it feels the same way. They're like, right. this is weird. <laughs> Right. Yeah, because I do. I get that. There is a lot of pressure behind a sophomore album because so many people are like all right, well, is it going to be as good as the first one? That's you know, true. is it going to be a, like a good yeah. successor? So I totally get that. Especially since it's been like four years since we did our first record. 
so it's like it's like it's been a while yeah (laughs) i mean it's a tough disconnect for me because i think more than half of the songs that because we'll typically have one songwriter bring an idea to the band and then work from there um but i had a lot of time in quarantine so i wrote a lot of music Mm. and instrumentation for it and so i've been sitting on these songs since like 2019 and it's weird to be revisiting I guess, quote unquote, revisiting them now as a full group. Right. Um, but I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just excited to get it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. It just means that LP3 is going to come a lot faster. <laughs> just going to start cranking them out. <laughs> I, once we get the formula down, I can there put my go. in like a week. I don't know. There you Hell go. Yeah. yeah. Once we become a Weezer, we'll get it. <laughs> just they become a Weezer like, cover band. Right. Definitely dropping them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's picking them up. Yeah. Speaking of Weezer, new release from Weezer. Oh my gosh. Didn't they just release an album? Did haven't they? they list, like, list, haven't they dropped they like did, uh, they three albums? Good. They keep dropping uh, EPs with the, like the summers. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Those yeah, I remember seeing all like the Van Weezer stuff. Oh, Van Weezer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got my hopes up for it too. I thought it was gonna be cool. No. <laughs> I feel like when bands like end and then come back, sometimes it just does not work out. Or like just die down, you know? Yeah. I mean I guess a lot of early era stuff has That's been what I mean, yeah. on a downfall. Like Panic at the Disco is far from what it was same for like all of those oh, other ones boy. fallout boy oh. green day yeah mm-hmm. when you're making music for over i can't imagine how hard it is to like come up with new ideas oh yeah past, like your fifth break. no i agree it's definitely probably difficult yeah to like try to have to change it up and stuff yeah. i mean taylor so does a good job she's really that's true. Taylor's version. I respect that. <laughs> Except Katie was actually really mad that she won the VMA I over was, the weekend. but it's fine. It's fine. I just, I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. And <laughs> sorry. She thought Harry deserved I it. I did think Harry deserved it. What? Who did she end up beating? Harry Styles. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on, Harry Styles just wins over Taylor Swift, in my heart anyway. That's fair, that's fair. That's, you know, whatever. Uh, so, we saw that you guys had a little documentary made about you guys oh, yeah. back in, like, 2019. <laughs> we watched it. We watched it. Um, was it funny? We, we enjoyed yeah. it. We liked it. It was very cool to see it. Um, we were wondering, since, since that was filmed what has changed for you guys as a band since then um i don't know i mean we were a lot smaller when it was like i remember like talking what i will say is changes like trying to remember i meant to do some homework and rewatch it and watched it since like 2019 but um i don't know it feels weird Weird. I think everything's just grown. Like everything we talk about in the documentary, I think it's just like doubled or tripled. Yeah. Like our shows are more frequent, and the people we play are more 
frequent and the people who come to our shows are more frequent and like the people who reach out to us and are excited about our music is like almost overwhelming <laughs> I'm sure yeah yeah I mean, I mean yeah at least since the documentary I don't know I feel like we've gotten a lot more comfortable in where we were um because we were still we still felt pretty new to the scene and to music as a whole when we were making that um and i don't know i won't speak for all of the bandmates but i feel a lot more comfortable and confident than i did then and even then i i don't know it's cool to feel the growth from that um but at the end of the day we are still a punk band that wants to make kids cry so Right. That's what it's all about. Making kids cry. Exactly. <laughs> if you're not crying in the pit, then what are you doing? Yeah, That's exactly. That's true. I'm not mashing. I'm getting a box of tissues. <laughs> you can do both. You can yeah. do both, true. yeah. Mosh and cry your eyes out. Oh, that's what's changed. That's what's changed. Our moshers have gotten a lot crazier. That's oh, sure. crazier. Do you have any crazy stories? Crazy. Dude. Debatably too crazy. <laughs> okay. Last week we played a show with Ogbert the Nerd and Noella. We just saw uh, them. Yeah. Ogbert had tried Deep Dish for the first time. And I'm a I'm not from Chicago, but I think Deep Dish is like not a good pizza, especially if you're a tourist. Oh. Like go get a Chicago dog, go mm. get tavern style pizza, but like why spend thirty bucks on deep dish? So anyway, I was talking to the crowd during your set and I was like I was like, Alright, if you like deep dish Stand on the left side of the stage. And I was like, if you hate deep dish, stand on the right side. Oh, God. <laughs> the whole audience was split, like 100 people. And we got like a wall of death to battle to see which deep, if deep dish was good or not. And the outcome was uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, That's really cool to hear, though. Noted. Got it. What about the bean? Is it overrated? It's, I would say it's comfortably rated. Okay. It's kind of cool. I okay. will admit. Okay. There's cooler around the bean, but the bean is still kind of cool. All right. That's good to like know. It's kind of cool. It's Go check it out. Don't support the artist who made it, but go check it out. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Noted. I got it. I'm like John it all down. <laughs> yep. Next road trip we make. Damn. I would like to visit Chicago yeah. just to see it. You know. Speaking of just to say I went. <laughs> um. Speaking of road trips, you guys played at Focella this year, right? In Ohio. Yeah. Did you guys Ohio. road trip? Did you road trip? It was kind of weird because I play in another band called Summer Brews, um, and we were on tour with I think what Carpool, um, and we were we were touring. We drove out to New York and then we're touring back to Focella. So I ended up meeting the rest of the Arcadia Grey mm. kids at Focella. Okay. Um, so our road trips, while both of us traveled really long distances, were two different from the journeys. Oh, that's cool. But the road trip was very cool. I am such a huge fan of Carpool, and getting to see them play every night was insane. Um, we were also out with World's Greatest Dad, so that was really cool. I just like touring. Um, 
That's cool. How was the road trip uh, for y'all? I will. Cooper's not here, so I'll throw him under the bus. We were on time for most of the most of it. In fact, I woke up late and was like, "I'm gonna speed to there. We get there in time to catch some of our favorite bands." Cooper had to stop to pee like three times. Oh, that would be Noel. I am one of those people, sadly. I'm a very much like get in the car and get to your destination. I don't like stopping that much. Oh, neither do I. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you gotta when you gotta ladder. go. <laughs> that's, 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 I get that actually. I get bullied by our friend group for how often I have to pee. She does, and I it's may rude. be one of those people <laughs> bullying her. Maybe someone's gotta do it. I mean, I don't condone bullying, but, but someone, I don't either. But do someone it. does have it's to do it. How it's how we go? Matt, you left out the best part about the road trip. That's crazy. No, it's it was the same mirror. Oh, I thought you meant on the different side of the car. I imagine you didn't have no. any mirrors. <laughs> wow. Be so bad. Oh my gosh, that's mad funny though. <laughs> sorry. About I'm sorry a, about that. You're, sorry about, about a car, but that was funny. <laughs> you know, laugh at it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did I'm you get, hoping it's fixed now, yeah. right? <laughs> I can make fun of Nat's car because of in Chicago, cars just get hit and people just drive away. It's terrifying on the roads here. I'm sure. <laughs> Jeez, I'm never driving in Chicago, that's for sure. <laughs> um, it's honestly pretty chill. I, I don't know what for us. Nat, don't. My roommate <laughs> to visit from Michigan uh, and she described driving in Chicago as a fight for your life. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> it's rough out on these roads. I don't know what you're talking about. You drive a big car. You're not fighting for your life. My favorite part is when it snows in Chicago. <laughs> and uh, I, I drive pretty much a, a big old SUV. And I don't have to shovel. 
Oh, because park in the spot. Right. Oh my god. My partner drives like a tiny car, and uh, it's a pain in the ass to get out. I'll tell you that. How long did they end up snowed in last year? In that one thing, they got snowed in to our our apartment for like two days because the snow was so high and we didn't have a shovel. Oh my, oh my god. god! And then the plows just kind of push it off to the side of the road. So if your car is there, mm-hmm. you just so get long. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it That's just gets so buried. Annoying. I hate that they do that though. Like, Plows are freaking annoying. They need to like come up with a better system. <laughs> it's like been years. Like a sidewalk shield or something. Yeah, like what? I don't wow. Know. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Just melt it all in like two seconds. So yeah. you, you guys said you played with Ogbert recently. We did. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. We just saw them. Yeah, we just saw them. They're so good. They were so good. Yeah. It was really late when we saw them, though, on a Monday. It was. It was great. It was, yeah, we had an hour drive home. Yeah. But it was okay. We well, was lineup, the lineup was good. The it lineup was, was really good. It was, it was actually worth it. Yeah, it was no momentum, alliteration, uh, safety meeting, right? Yes, Tiny Blue Ghost, and then it was them. It was a big lineup. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah it was pretty stacked. It was yeah. really good, though. Uh, yes, I also have a message from No Momentum oh, as goodness. well for you guys. They texted me. Uh, they said, just say hi, and we miss them and love them. Aww. 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 guys. Well, hi. We miss them <laughs> as well. Yo, I yeah. would love to see you guys, like, on a bill together. <laughs> <laughs> just because I love both of y'all. <laughs> Yeah. If you're ever in New York, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. Come to New York. I want to come back to Chicago. I don't know. <laughs> True, I guess I could. Yeah. I, 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 haven't been. Trip, yeah. I haven't been. <laughs> um, so we have a segment we do on the show called Reddit Roulette. Uh, if you guys are interested in playing, it's where we pull two threads that sound have in, like interesting headlines, and then you guys can pick which one you want to hear. One is longer and yeah. one is shorter, too. They're interesting. They I, are interesting. I haven't read one of them, so I I don't know what it's going to be. All right, so the threads we got for you guys today is, am I the asshole for telling my cousin I don't care if she has three years left to live? And then there is, am I the asshole for walking out of the airport when I saw my husband's mom standing there with her luggage as well? <laughs> I'm the feeling one. the mom one. Okay. Oh. It's a fun Arcadia Grey bit where Nat and I constantly have altering opinions forever. Um, oh, okay. So if, if you ask for what her least favorite song is on record, it's probably my favorite song. And that's about like 90% of the record. <laughs> I think we've, done, we've ended up like independently. That's happened probably 10 or 20 times at least. Wow. It's insane. <laughs> Sometimes you just got different tastes. My best friend and I are like that as well. True. Well, you need to find a yin for your yang to balance things out. Exactly, um, yeah. But let's go with the first one. So. Uh, let's go with the second Nah. Oh. <laughs> Should we pull in a tiebreaker for you guys? We have our sound guy here with us. Uh, <laughs> you want to phone a friend? You want to phone a friend? You can phone a you friend. You can phone a friend. <laughs> I guess no. I'll, you're on the phone, so I guess I'll phone a friend. 
I wish we had like the Jeopardy music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> Yeah, sure. For telling my cousin I don't care, she has three years left to live. Okay, so for telling my cousin I, uh, for telling my cousin I don't care that she has three months to live. Three years. years. Three years to live. Oh, God. Or, <laughs> or um, am I the asshole? When I get to the airport, yeah. uh, my husband's mother is there with her luggage, intending to go too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it was super. That was his cameo for today. Love it. Wow. <laughs> he made it onto the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. All right. This one is the longer one. I have so not heard this one yet. Please bear so. with me. Yeah, Katie also hasn't heard this one. All right. I, female 30, don't have the best relationship with my husband's mother. Since day one, she tried to make remarks and compare me to herself. Question mark. She then tried to get on my good side and started overly praising everything I do and sometimes even copying me like the one time when she literally dyed her hair purple just like mine and when everyone pointed out how ridiculous she looked, she actually blamed me and accused me of trying to make a joke out of her. So right from the start, you got red flags. Yeah. Anyways, my husband and I took two weeks off of work to go visit some places out of the country, tourism in other words. Thing is, I was the one who saved up for the trip and arranged everything. My husband was just responsible for booking the tickets. My husband's mother wanted to come along and threw temper tantrums when I said no. She called, texted, sent people to talk to me into letting her come, and even threatened to call the police and make some complaint to get us to stay if she can't come. My husband said we should just take her. I told him he was wrong to tell her about the trip in the first place. And then he gave me an ultimatum. Said he wouldn't go if she can't come, and I told him I'd gladly call his bluff, which made him take his words back and say, fine, I will tell her to stop it because we won't take her. Then things got quieter, and then they got suspiciously quieter. The day of the trip came, and we got to the airport at 2 p.m. My husband was walking ahead of me and was looking left and right as if he was looking for someone. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I asked him, but he didn't respond. He led me to the waiting area, and the first thing I see was his mother standing there with her luggage. I froze in my spot, and I felt a cold wave washing over me, and I was fuming inside. She and my husband were hugging, and that's when I quietly turned around and started walking towards the exit. My husband followed me while shouting at me to stop. He tried to stop me, but I told him off the harshest way possible. He tried to say I was overreacting and that his mother was there anyways and we should just let it go and not mess the trip up for us. I told him he and his mom could still go and that I was going home. I went home, sobbed into my dog's fur for several minutes. Turned out 
He booked her a ticket without me knowing. An hour later, he came home yelling and raging about how pathetic and spiteful I was to walk out and go home and ruin the trip last minute. I told him he caused this to happen. He said that I was being so hard on his mom, it's ridiculous. I refused to fight anymore, but he kept on berating me, then called my family to tell them that the trip was canceled and that it was because of me. My family said I should never ruin it for myself and should have sucked it up and done my best to enjoy. Did I really overreact in the situation? I don't think so. That's a doozy. <laughs> I mean, I think the answer is obvious. You, if they're going to call they're your family, and yes, yeah, <laughs> if they're going to go behind your back and then blame you for it and then call your family yeah. and yell at them about it too... Like, they're clearly in the wrong house. Yeah, yeah. That's a red flag on your husband. You the, need yeah. a div- The relationship <laughs> with the mother is also weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, the mom trying to look like the wife. That's really weird. Wanting to come on their trip. That's a lot. Um, that, that's I'm, a lot. I'm amazed that they didn't, the, the husband and the mom didn't just go. Me too. I was actually mm. expecting that to happen. Because, like, yeah. face of a trip, I guess. <laughs> That's crazy. But that, that was weird. a good one, right? I don't know how. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> no, I I, I would feel so awkward yeah. taking a vacation with my spouse and one of our parents. Like, oh just yeah, that would be parents. so weird. I could never. Like, if it was like a trip you planned for the two of you, and then to find out, yeah, no. I, that's just like a third wheel sharing the hotel room. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be weird. Like boundary breaking. Agree. Yeah. Like you're supposed to have boundaries with your parents. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how you could let your mom get that. I just I can't get like a, a deep emotional connection with my wife unless my mom is there. It's just it's not the same. I need the Ex- family experience. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like I can't be in close with your parents, being family oriented, but no, I really like have that. to do no. like see your parents every single day. At least I would be. I'd be exhausted. Yeah, I would be too. Um, most definitely. Especially when you're like out trying to do stuff. Um, Sometimes yeah. you just want alone time too. Wife or partner. Yeah. You love. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's like when you get married, I married you, not, not. you and your mom. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> get out of here, mom. Mother's Day must be mad rude in that family. Yeah. I wonder. How, I wonder how they're doing now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fun fact: Katie and when I are cousins. Posted? What? When was it posted? It was posted. I, it was posted. Let me look. A hundred and twelve days ago. Oh, so less than a year. So like a half a year. Yeah, half a year like ago. Six months I ago. I want to see if there's like an update on anything. That's crazy. There is no update as of right now. Damn. But a lot of people in the comments agree that she did not overreact. No. Yeah. I feel that way usually on uh, that same uh, subreddit. But you, usually people are either going there to vent about a terrible experience they had, um, or they're just nightmare people. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yes. It's like one or the other. It's never really the, like a middleman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or when like both sides are the asshole. Uh, yeah. Those ones are common too. Yep. Yep. There's always different <laughs> sides. Yeah. Most of the time they're like, 
in the right, but sometimes you get like somebody who like barely clearly doesn't know what that written thread is for, and they're just a huge dick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then they get like roasted by all like the upvoters and everything, and they're like, "What the heck? Why are you guys mad at me? Like you should be on my side. <laughs> Am I not right?" And then it's like, "Wow, they really just don't know." <laughs> and then you've lost hope. Some people just live like that, I guess. I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. Just being yeah. unaware. We actually knew a person like that. We did. I'm assuming you were thinking of the <laughs> yes. same person. Yes. Just no social um, aptitude at all. It's very oblivious. Not at all. Have you guys ever played the we're, game We're Not Really Strangers? No. The one where you like, talk with your friends. Yes. Like, it comes. Yes. And I haven't just put... I think I just played a recently with my partner. This um, red box. Funny, like, we know each other pretty well, so... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a cool game. I played with uh, friends I've known for like over like ten years at this point, and we all came out like knowing things like we never would have thought of. Cool. Yeah, it's a really cool I'm game. Excited to get, get gaming. Yeah, so we have so we, have, we pulled out two cards for you guys. Um, so I'll go with the. You can. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll do the first okay. one. What is the last thing you lied to your mother about? <laughs> That's what the card says. I can like show it to the camera if you want. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I know that's a deep one. Thanks. I picked these by the way. <laughs> Katie pulled them earlier. Matt, do you want to go first? I called. I called my mom today, and so I started this freelance business, and uh, it's going well in terms of like. I started it, but I said I said it's picking up. That's a lie. I'm not. I'm very busy. <laughs> it's hard to run a company. Yeah, no, it is. It yeah. is. No, but like we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I just wanted her to feel. I just wanted her to feel proud of me. You know? Aww. Aww. Stop! I'm, I'm gonna sure cry. Yeah, I'm sure she is. But it's not in my degree, so I wanted to. I wanted her to feel. No, I got you, I got you. I'm sure if you just keep lying and <laughs> she won't figure it out and she'll just remain proud. Yes. Yeah. Just that or she thinks I don't smoke weed, which I don't anymore, but I think <laughs> Good for you. Yes. I'm, I'm proud of you. I wish I could relate. <laughs> it's uh believe me, I wish I could smoke every day. <laughs> It's a lot of smoking every day. <laughs> it is. Um, Laura, what did you lie to your mom about? That's a tough one. Because, like, I I came out as trans when I was, like, 16, 17-ish. And my mom, like, super wasn't cool about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've reconciled within the past couple years. And so we kind of just, like, tell each other the truth all the time. Because, like, I don't really have anything to hide from her anymore. She yeah. knows that I'm in a punk band that sings about weed all the time. So, like, there's nothing really, there's nothing else that I have to hide. I guess maybe, maybe like, the weed stuff. Because I tried to keep it hidden for, like, a long period of time. Um, Me. And then eventually, once it got to the point in which I was just, like, smoking at home while we were still living together, she, like, obviously figured it out. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, just be safe. And I was like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Like I don't know. Yeah. 
Wow. She's wow. generally pretty chill, so I don't really feel like I need to lie to her yeah, anymore. That's fair. She's like healthy and good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's also great that you got to reconnect too and develop that relationship again. Yeah. It, I I'm really glad too. Um I don't know. It's oh. cool. Good. Uh, how about you? I'm gonna do that. Uh, you know, I actually talked on the phone with my mother today as well. I'm trying to think of what we talked about. Uh, I did not talk oh, to my okay. mom today. So actually, really. I was, I had just gotten home from running some errands and I am, I had off from work today, but I, we were just talking for a little too long on the phone and I was like, I gotta go to work in like a few minutes. So <laughs> but she I gotta get off the her. phone. I was just like, I was laying in a hammock. I was just trying to read. <laughs> And I just wanted, like, the vibes, you know? I was trying to, like, chat it up. Because my parents moved out of state recently, so, like, I'm just all alone in New York. Wow. But yeah, I lied about having to go to work. Nothing crazy. <laughs> what about you? I have one in mind, but I don't know if I should say it. Do you think she'll actually watch one? it? No, oh. not because of her... Just in general. Oh, Katie's a teacher. Oh. Yeah, I'm a teacher. <laughs> So, so there's that dilemma sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But honestly, you know, you know what? what? Fuck it, I'll go for it. Oh, so, all right. So I the last time I can, like a good lie anyway that I've done is when um, back in March or April, I did acid and I told my mom that I was just at work and I couldn't answer my phone because I could not talk at all to her. I was like, yeah, I'm at work. Sorry, I don't get good service. Like, that's, I think, like the most recent, like, lie I've done. That is not what I was really? expecting <laughs> to say. I, I thought you were going to say, I didn't tell her I smoke weed, but oh, you no. just went in. Yeah. You went straight for the truth. That's why I was like, you know, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But that of is the, of all the lies I think from all of us, that's probably the best. Yeah. <laughs> and she tried to call me like three times and I was like, I cannot talk to her right now. I was on the phone all day that she day. She was I could stop talking to people. <laughs> she oh could not. Gosh. We were totally opposite. Yeah. But anyway. anyway. <laughs> the, my question the final what, is it with, like, what? What is it with like psychedelics just wanting to like like you just want to like talk the whole time. I did not. Yes, no, not. For I me. was like, guys, I cannot shut up right now. Like I just need every single thought out of my head right now. Yeah, not for me. I just wanna, like Cora like tricks it for me, and I think I didn't stop talking for like three. I get that. Yes. Oh my god, you are the first person I've talked to who's been like that. Everyone else is like, could not talk to anyone. Well, yeah, like, some people, they want to, like, experience it internally, and some people want to share it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I think I was definitely one to want to internally, because I barely yeah, spoke the entire day. like, silent. Like, silent film, essentially. Also hugged a of, lot of trees. I did. I did. I liked the nature <laughs> side a lot. Yeah, I do, too. I don't know why. We should well, not. We live in such a up. woodsy area, so, yeah. like, it's very cool to do it here. So. Yeah. But I don't, I would be I afraid like, to do it in a city. I haven't, like, gone outside and tripped. I remember, like, the first time I tripped, I, I take it back. We went to a subway, and the whole time we were walking to the subway, we were like, these shrooms don't work. Like, what is this? This is so stupid. Like, fucking, 
all, all I feel is high, and then I'm like ordering a sandwich from Subway, and the guy's like, what do you want on your sandwich? And I look at my friend, and like the fucking Subway just goes, <laughs> and like expands infinitely. And oh, like, oh, no. <laughs> and then we just left. That's oh my so god, funny. that sounds low-key kind of scary, if I'm being honest. Like, sometimes if I'm super oh, high on a subway, I freak out. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a spaceship sometimes. Yeah, I get dizzy. <laughs> yeah. When I trip with when she, like, trips to for me, I think if she... So I, we were, like, hanging out with a bunch of our friends, and I had, like, the shrooms, and I was like, oh, cool, it should take, like, 20, like, 40 minutes to kick in. And it took, like, 15, I think. And I was, like, feeling sick, so I, like, laid on my bed. And we have, like, these four ceilings in an old apartment. And it, all these ants started, like, crawling out of the ceiling and, like, walk, like running in circles on the ceiling. And I was, like, starting to freak out. And then Cora came in and, like, saved me from having, like, an existential trip. Oh, yeah, oh my gosh. And it was a tryptophobia nightmare. Because it, it no. was just all the, like, textured, um, like school ceilings like with the little, little, little tiny holes yeah i know exactly uh, <laughs> yeah yikes like it was fun though and then like everything turned into like adventure time like, oh adventure nice very nice wow i did not have that many vigils i mean just a little bit but not too much i wanted more as well you did yeah, you... i was really looking forward to it she, yeah it's okay there's always next time always next time yeah um, so yeah, that was mine. <laughs> what do you think is the hardest part of what I do for a living? What you or for, for what you do for a, a living. living. Yeah. Wait, could you repeat it? Um, what do you think is the hardest part of what you do for a living? So it could be either like musical or like if you do something Any else. Any occupations yeah. outside of it. I guess we'll, I'm down to do our, our shitty day job as well as being a musician. Yeah. Um, the hardest part about my shitty day job is getting up in the morning. <laughs> I, I don't know. At least for me, I, I work at a sandwich shop, and it's, yeah. the job isn't difficult. My coworkers are all super nice. Um, but I got good old depression, and it's just hard to yeah. leave the bed in the morning, yep. especially going to a job that I don't feel like is very fulfilling. Been yeah. there. Uh, I totally get that. Yep. It's hard. But, yeah. Um, and I think the hardest thing about me or at least the hardest aspect of being a professional musician um at least for me is the consistency aspect um because being at shows and like being around my bandmates it's really easy to be motivated and inspired to like work and create more um but being alone at home after like a day of work or whatever and being like all right I want to practice the songs that I already have, but I also want to write something new. But yeah. also, I need to do all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to uh, feel like I'm doing enough, you know? Yeah, and I like balance totally it get all. That. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Oh, I just That's dropped the my phone. It's like balancing it up, you know? It's just like, for me, it's like, I'm starting to say, I'm a filmmaker, so I'm sorry, I'm just like, music video with a fit thing. And then I've got the band, I've got my partner, I've got my, like, day job, I have my friends. Like, how do you balance all that and, like, still feel like you're, like, succeeding where you want to succeed and also, like, giving yourself time to, like, re-energize and yeah. create and learn? It's just, like, I don't know how It feels impossible so, like, at times. I feel like I should have burned out years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I totally get that. 
Amazing. That's cool that you work in film. I also work in film. Hey, yeah. Gross. Yes, literally, yeah. I actually, I had to like take a giant hiatus from the film industry because of how terrible it is working on film sets. Are you a guild worker? I, well, I'm not like in any guilds, but I like worked on, I worked on an HBO show and it was like the worst time okay. of my life. Straight up the worst time of my life. I can wait, wait, wait. vouch for that. I was a background PA, so I was helping get the background oh. actually. Yeah. Yeah. God. And it was a heavy background show. Like, we we had, like, over 300 people. Yeah, I worked on Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. It was, it was really cool to be there while it was being made, but it was, like, one of the most grueling jobs I've ever had. And they didn't even give her credit. Yeah, we also didn't get credited. Oh. Yeah. Geez. A ton of, like, um, PAs and other people didn't get put in their credits. Yeah. So. I've been, like, on the fence about, like, going to work on, like, real shows and, like, mm-hmm. be, like, a, a worker instead of, like, a creator. And I, I don't know. Be a creator. <laughs> I don't know how I'd do this band if I was working, like, 14-hour shifts. No, yeah. And they're even, like, lo- I'm not even in front. They're, like, some days we worked longer than 14 hours. I was going to say you're working, like, 20. I, I yeah. actually worked on The Bear. Um, really? That's yeah, cool. They were, wow. they were pulling chips. I mean, I, yeah. You like yeah. the bear. Haven't I do you like been the bear. About I it? loved the bear, actually. Oh. I also bear worked at a restaurant, so I get the whole story. But that's yeah. cool that you also worked at night. Yeah, they're like, it, it's like, it doesn't need to be that long. Or like, get a second crew to do the next eight hours. We could rant about this for but like, the, there was that whole protest for like the camera guild last year. Yes, yes, IOTSI, the whole thing. Yeah, I was talking to my friends who like are in the guild or in the union and whatever, and they were like, they were like, yeah, nothing's changed. We have paid a little bit more, but yeah, nothing's really changed. Yeah, no, yeah, which sucks. <laughs> I hope, like, one day we actually could see a change within the industry, but I, I'm sure that's going to be a very long time from it's now. Like, yeah. It's slowly changed. Yeah. There was that DP who got shot by it. Yeah, so at least they said, yeah. That's yes, Alec true. Baldwin. So, like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy. Stuff too. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll see one day. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yes. Yeah. But that's cool that you're, like, a, a background yeah, for that show, I uh, actually directed a documentary about our scene here in New Paltz, yeah, which is actually, awesome. yes, it's called Doors I of think Seven. I'm a documentary for our community. So one day. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I look forward to seeing yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but that is the end of the show, guys. Yeah. We've covered everything. Oh, wait, we oh. didn't cover the mugs. Oh, yes, wait. Mugs. What mugs you guys got? I got a little bear. Oh, a little bear. Yes. I got my dog. Whoa. Did you 3D? Is that a Lego mug? Or is it 3D printed? This is a Lego mug. That's cool. That's so cool. Not, I just got it from my grandma for Christmas. I've never used it. Oh, well, I'm glad you got to use it. Did you use it today? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, I ran out of time, so I was needed. But you okay. brought it. You that's, brought it, and we appreciate matters, it. Yeah. <laughs> got my cow mug. Yes. Tell them with some chamomile tea. Love it. Oh, I had mint tea. I got lemongrass. You milk the udders, they like actually burn. Wait, what? what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, if you milk the udders, they actually burn. I was, I was like, like, did you have, that's a sick ass mug if that's what's going on. Is it? So every time you put it on a table. Oh, that's true. It'd get dirty. Oh, God. Hey, uh, your mug's leaking. 
Yeah. You didn't know. It's not spellproof. That's funny. Oh. Right. Nice. Well, but I think that was it. Yeah, that was yeah. everything. Is there anything yeah. that you guys want to take the time to promote right now? Um, what do you think, Matt? Anything you want to promote? Uh, follow us on social media. Then <laughs> <laughs> follow Arcadia Gray on social media. Uh, Arcadia underscore Gray. Uh, and I also want to shout out my other band, Summer Bruce, who just put out a record recently that you should also listen to. Uh, both bands great, but primarily start with Arcadia Gray, but also Summer Bruce. You heard yeah, it. You heard it here. They're on our also like show on Spotify. So just check them out. Check out Summer Brews. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was in the band for one practice. Maybe I'll rejoin. <laughs> we love that. That's great. Wow. Well, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for Thank coming you. on the yeah, podcast. This is so much fun. Yeah. Well, this has been the latest episode of Sweeping DIY. Yeah. Thank you to those who are listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.